Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hola! Tonight's episode was... Catch-22. Very good. Although, is that actually what it said on the book that we saw? It was a different language, I think. I wonder why they did that. Well, where's Naomi from? Well, that's a good question. I can't remember, but I think she has some sort of nationality. Also, based on uh, your parents' reaction, who in the world is Naomi? We don't know. They did not stick... Naomi did not stick in their minds, which, to be fair... She's not there very long. She's not long for this world. Did she die at the end of the season? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, she... no. She gets knifed at the end of the season, then she crawls along in the beginning of the season. For oh, long. I forgot about that. But no one actually dies as for e- very long. As easily as you think. Yeah. But anyway, this was a Desmond episode... Uh, with a, an appearance by Naomi at the very end. But Desmond episode, although not one that involves weird flashbacks, just normal Desmond seeing the future stuff. Yeah. Although, interesting thing about this particular one, the events here would not have even happened if Desmond was not seeing flashes of the future, mm-hmm. which is an interesting paradox. Yes, which we get that sort of stuff picked up in five. Like, if we don't do it, but, well, you already did it because it happened in the past, so you're going to do it anyways. <laughs> or if it's your inversion, you know, whatever. But, yeah, that's true. But it it is interesting, too, because this episode, I think, while it's very enjoyable to watch second time through, first time through would have a super extra level of tension. Yes. Because you're like, because you know, all since... Well, the last Desmond episode, you know Charlie's going to die. Charlie's going to die. Yeah, the, or there's this prophecy of it, and you never know. Will it happen? And you're, you're. I think you'd be very like. I remember watching first. I'm thinking this might be it. Well, they start the whole episode with him dying, right? Which you know, first time you're like, wait, what? And Lost would do that, you know. <laughs> so you don't know. Yeah, and then it rewinds. It's like, oh, okay, this is a flash forward. Okay, it can be prevented. But then Desmond is going like through all the motions of. Trying to make sure it actually happens. Like, well, uh. and then you and then you realize that he thinks it's Penny coming, and then you're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he actually would do it for that." Yeah. And then you had the flashback when he's like talking about Abraham's sacrifice of Isaac, and you're like, "Oh, oh, this could work." You know, um, I mean, it, it could, I mean, it's within the realm of possibility. First time watching, right, right. And I guess in a, in one way, you could read it as Desmond trying to not be a coward in. Mm-hmm. And allowing a friend to die in order to save his his love, but who who's always running away from Penny? Yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah, so this time he probably sees himself as like running to running to her, even if it means the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a very mixed bag. Well, and you get the first aid kit. We think maybe he hopes to to save Charlie, or in a way, or is it for or, the or, or maybe it's for, for Penny. Penny? It could be. For, it's could be more like for Penny, actually. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good true. point. So yeah, it's interesting conundrum. Like, what what would you do in that sort of situation? Do you save the love of your life, or do you? I mean, in the moment, I think Desmond made the right choice. Oh yeah, and and he didn't know for certain Penny wouldn't live. He just yeah, that was just he was afraid of changing the yeah. circumstances. Any, but in the end, what was going on with Charlie really had absolutely nothing to do with whether it wouldn't have affected the parachuter in either way. Not that we can, not any way we can tell. No. And again, from Desmond's point of view, especially after his flashback, you know, where um, Eloise is like, you have to go here and you have to do this, that he's getting, I think he's got some of that cowardly, like, maybe if I don't do what the visions say. Yeah. I mean, that's still his, you know, and so actually saving Charlie is, is an evidence of him not being coward. That's he, true. I was just thinking that because in some ways he was afraid to not let it happen. Or mm-hmm. afraid, yeah, that's, that's a really interesting point. Because sometimes part of Desmond's problem is, misinterpreting what he's supposed to do. Yes. Um, he's always I, looking for a sign. 
Yeah, yeah kind of like Locke in some ways, now I think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it worked out. He Desmond and Penny became soulmates. Maybe he w- really wasn't meant to marry that other girl, but he could have done, handled it in a lot better way than by running away to yeah. a monastery. Well, I remember there was theory. So there's, you've paid a lot of attention real quick on the monk's desk in the picture of him and Eloise. Mm-hmm. And I know there are lots of theories that this whole thing was set up to get him to meet Penny so that he would go around the world so they would press the button, mm-hmm. which is, again, something lost people would think up. And I don't think it's actually outside the realm of what the writers are trying for either. Yeah. It's one of those like possibilities that they would never really confirm. I don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they have or not, but it certainly makes sense with the whole idea of him. Like even the monk saying, you know, maybe this is just the first step to something else. And you're just leading to that idea that you've got to get to the island and press the button so that mm-hmm. the world doesn't blow up. Crazy. Because Desmond's always been the fail safe. Yeah. So they play and, with that really well later on too. And they must, they must know it from, I was trying to remember why they know Desmond is important for this. I'm Who? trying to remember Eloise and the others. Oh, I'm guessing because they some of this the time travel stuff that they do later I, on. Yeah, I, I can't remember honestly. That part I can't remember. So we'll have to pay attention to see if we have an answer for that, or that's one of those things that you have to guess. Yeah, it's hard to say. Interesting use for the story reintroducing the cable in the sand because mm-hmm. we're gonna. That's a nice little foreshadowing, reminding us of it, that it was there. Yep, because that's gonna lead to the. Underground hatch, the, the, the look, underwater, underwater hatch, which is the second time they scene they've mentioned it because Saeed mentioned it on the schematic map. That's true. Which is, I mean, again, first time you watch it, you're not even paying attention to these things. They're just, I mean, unless you're one of those, you know, we're like, what's this? We should be asking what the wire is, but there's so much stuff unlocked. It's like it just, it, it, whatever. Yeah, I yeah. never asked the question where the cable went. <laughs> that was out my radar. Yep, and the the whole fact that there's a helicopter that inexplicably crashed and someone parachuting onto the island with a picture of Penny in it and she knows who Desmond is. People's minds are spinning at this point. What is this? Who is this person? Yeah. Now this is, thankfully these are not long-term mysteries. No, because we know at the end of season two that Penny had found oh, that's true. the island. So I guess that's true. People probably were thinking it was probably, it probably was sent by her. It made sense that'd be Penny. You know, like, oh, we're finally going to get Penny and then it's not. And you're like, what? Yeah. And they're like, well, it must be from her. And it's, it's not. well that, and that's the evil twist. Well, one of many evil twists at the end of season three. Mm-hmm. Not Penny's boat. Not Penny's boat. Yeah, which is a, oh man, that's just mean. <laughs> They're mean writers. They really are. Is there anything we want to say about the whole uh, Sawyer, Kate, no. Jack, Juliet quadrangle? I, I I think I remember even this around this part of the season, first time, just being like. I don't care about that. You know, I'm like, just enough, you know. It's like, that's kind of skeevy. Yeah, yeah, especially Kate Sawyer. It's just like, neither of them have many. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's within their characters, I understand, but it doesn't mean it's... Mm, Whatever, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not healthy choices for any of them. No, no. It's not really a healthy storytelling choice, honestly. It doesn't really add much, honestly. I mean, it's. I think they're just sort of... They're kind of treading water. Yeah. It, is, is what, it feels like it's a treading water with all those characters. Well, I feel like even season four, some of the Jack, Juliet stuff is even treading water. Like They're just trying to get something out of it that's never quite mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I mean, I always enjoy seeing, I kind of like that the survivors have a kitchen out on the beach now. I I like those little touches of moder- of island life. And I always think it'd be interesting if there was like a more of a Gilligan's Island thing with yeah. some of the survivors. But that would probably get boring. 
quickly. <laughs> well, Jin telling his ghost story was genius. <laughs> that, was, that was a that was a great. We needed some comedic relief. There. But like, I always remember when they translated the show into Korean. Then no, that I, I remember saying that they had difficulties because trying to figure out how to do the humor of that scene. Well, no, no, not that scene, but just the fact that no one can understand Jin. Mm. But if everyone's speaking Korean. In the translation. Yeah. I don't remember how they got around it. But I was just thinking in this case, I wonder what he was actually saying, you know. <laughs> That's true. I'm sure there's a translation on Lostpedia. Yeah, it's probably not as funny as it is not knowing. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Doesn't he, like, lift a lift a hand with his, or, like, his... He has a hand with And then the sleeve. Yeah. 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 <laughs> One, like, those hooks. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> but, anyways, I think good, good, solid sort of episode... And I do have to uh, concur with Hurley. Yes, Flash does win. <laughs> does beat Superman in a foot race. That's Didn't they do a, that once? Yeah, it's been established in the comics. I believe one of the writers of this one, I don't think it mixed it with the previous one, was Brian K. Vaughn, who I oh. believe is a comic book writer. Yes, he is. Which I don't think he's stuck with Lost the entire way through. I think I, the last time I remember seeing his name, again, I don't know why I remember this, just because of a fun episode, it was um, Dead is Dead. No. I think he wrote. Okay, so he went into at least season eight. Or Whoa! Season eight. <laughs> I've not seen that many seasons. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Uh, season <laughs> season five. Yeah, but that's like mid. So yeah, I don't think he. Ma- I think that's as far as he went. If my mem- if my memory serves. Okay. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, that's... I just remember that was a that was a amazing episode in season five, which had a lot of crazy episodes. Anyways. Mm, mm-hmm. Did he do Runaways? Yeah, he did Runaways, right? Run yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's him. Yep. And I'm sure he's continued writing and I other think, things. And other things. And yeah, he did the last man on earth or what is that called? Oh the no, um, why? Is it why? Yeah, why the last man. Yeah. Yeah, that that's that's his thing. I'm not read it, but I just know that's his thing. Right, right. Yeah, I I'm sure he's done other stuff, but yeah, I'm not a big comics person other than knowing that the Flash can beat Superman yeah. in a foot race. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Anything else? I don't think so. I mean, I, I don't remember how all this unfolds exactly, so I'm kind of interested in the last, next couple episodes. Yeah. But. Yeah, a lot of Naomi being all friendly and yet hiding the fact that she's working for someone that doesn't necessarily, the survivors are not his top priority, mm-hmm. or even a priority. I should ask this last episode, why does Ben come back in a week? What's the plan there? Oh, that is a good question from last episode. <laughs> yeah, no, sorry, the wrong episode, but. Well, apparently Juliet is spying on the survivors for something. Yeah, I don't remember what that is. I mean, I know they come and there's this whole like confrontation at the end of season three, so maybe they were just going to finally take them out or something. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, we shouldn't be talking about this. this is the last episode stuff, but I do remember thinking like the timing was awfully convenient for Claire to have this issue, and then Juliet is just right there to provide the solution, and they they cover that yep. in that episode. Anyway, that that sorry that was we talked about that last week. I don't know that's all I got. I think yeah, good solid. I mean, not not a, not a super important flashback, but at least ha- semi helpful in the for reinforcing the main plot. And yeah. again, they don't do a lot in the flashback besides give things to flash. Well, give- we have a reason for why Desmond calls everyone brother, 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 <laughs> brother Desmond. <laughs> also, it does kind of make me want to see more shows set in Scotland. Yes, all those Scottish accents—they're <laughs> fun to listen to. <laughs> But anyway, I think that's all we got. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Hijack. Remember, our main podcast, Derailed Trains of Thoughts, covers uh, lots of things related to storytelling. So be sure to check that out, along with the rest of our Weekly Hijack episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. 
I did those in a weird order this time, but that's okay. <laughs> Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye-bye.